Hello, everybody. How are you? Hope all is well. This is Perry Rizopoulos, and welcome back to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. So I'm enjoying the podcast. I'm glad to hear that a number of you are also enjoying it. Thank you for reaching out. And I want to offer another service today. So I want to offer a service and also maybe test for some interest. I'm missing the dialogue aspect of this experience. So as I know, I, I've established already, this started for me as a morning practice of just sitting down with some philosophy, reading it just for myself, right? Just to kind of get my head right, keep thinking about philosophy, keep trying to use philosophy as a guide to life for me. And then as I was doing that, I thought, well, this would be a good podcast. Let me try to make some time for it in the morning to not just read and write for myself, but try to share what thoughts might be useful for others, right? So in addition to that, I want to offer a service because I am a certified philosophical consultant. So what that means is I'm certified under logic-based therapy to work with individuals on a one-on-one basis in a therapeutic way. So ultimately, I've done this now with a few clients. It's been super rewarding. I've really enjoyed it. I think they've gotten something good out of it. And I would like to just throw it out there for those of you listening to the podcast, if this type of experience would be of interest to you, right? Because I feel like you get the podcast, you listen to it, you might reach out with an email. I'll do my best to respond. I've been responding to emails pretty well recently. I will try to make the podcast responsive to what you all are asking for, what you think might be useful, in addition to, of course, maintaining my own practice. But I do want this to be of service, right? So this philosophical consulting really is just one other service that I'm qualified to offer that might be helpful for those of you listening. So let me quickly just give you a little bit of an overview about what we would do. So logic-based therapy is based on six steps. The first step is that we work together to formulate the emotional reasoning you are using to make yourself feel and act in self-defeating ways. Now, I like to add to this step, right? Dr. Elliot Cohen, the creator of logic-based therapy, is a prolific writer, philosopher. I've worked with him um, while I was getting my certification. And I think he does a great job with these ideas. If you want to get into his work, I strongly suggest going on Amazon, Dr. Elliot Cohen, great books to read. And everything logic-based therapy is based on his work. Uh, again, he's the founder. It started in the mid-1980s. And it's based largely on stoicism, I would say, and also on rational emotive behavioral therapy by or created by Albert Ellis, who worked with Cohen, right? So it's got this great mix of philosophy and psychotherapy. And I think that really comes through with these steps, right? So one thing I want to quickly add to this first step, we formulate together the emotional reasoning, which pretty much means how you're crafting, let's say, your lines of thinking, right? How you're connecting thoughts, how you're formulating singular thoughts. And ultimately, I think to a large extent, how you meditate, right? So we have that great idea from Antisthenes, Socrates' student. We could argue that Socrates was practicing a form of philosophy that was very therapeutic in nature, right? Um, Antisthenes is saying the profit he got from philosophy was that he learned how to meditate, which was he learned how to talk to, you know, to and with himself. So we're going to break that down a little bit. I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to ask that you maybe formulate some of your thoughts in writing, as I've done many times on this podcast already, right? And we're going to figure out the sort of whys and hows behind the what's, right? So what you think, well, why do you think that way? How are you formulating that thought? And then we're going to, you know, in my thinking, we're going to adjust this a little bit, right? The idea to make yourself feel an act, 
I, I hope I've introduced the idea of a flaught or a flying thought. It's kind of like my, let's say, slightly more comedic take on the psychotherapeutic psychothera- you know, or you know, psychological idea of an intrusive thought, maybe, right? I think there's some similarities here. Um, we want to keep in mind that you know our, our physiological states are important. The external world is very important. So I don't love the idea, or let's say as a practitioner of logic-based therapy, I leave a little wiggle room here with the idea of make yourself. So we'll keep that in mind as well. That's maybe a note of my own pract- uh, practical or personal practitionership of this, right? Um, but I'm reading an article right now written by Dr. Eli Cohen himself on psychology today called Logic-Based Therapy to Go. So this, you know, these are his words, words of the creator, and I'm just going to add my own little twist here and there, right? So that's the first step that we would go through. Again, a lot of why questions, a lot of how questions. Maybe self-writing would facilitate that. I'd be listening very closely to you and sort of asking questions to get you moving and thinking in maybe different directions, right? Second step is to identify any cardinal fallacies in your premises. That is, any of the 11 faulty thinking errors recognized by LBT, which have a major propensity to mess up your personal and or interpersonal happiness. So these 11 fallacies, I think, are all very interesting. And I've really had a great time offering these to clients. And I think they have been very helpful, right? Ultimately, a lot of what these 11 cardinal fallacies speak to are some of the most essential and unfortunately, I think in most cases, inevitable aspects of being a person, right? I'm not going to dive too much into the fallacies. I think that's great. Uh, It's a great topic for another episode. But ultimately, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling stressed, if you're, you know, seemingly tortured by thoughts of the future, thoughts of the past, all of these things will fall under at least one category of these 11 cardinal fallacies that we commit in our thinking. So we work to identify these fallacies, right? The next thing we do is we refute the fallacy. We try to establish how and why it is irrational. We work at cultivating understandings around the irrationality of our thinking with that third step. And the same way you're making an argument, right? A lot of logic-based therapy, I think, quite nicely works with, and this is something Cohen includes, right? Syllogisms, which is to say, if-then statements. We can see our thinking more clearly if we start to use if this, then that type thinking. We can see the conclusions we draw from the premises we craft. We can find errors in our premises, and then we could create new conclusions. All that goes nicely with the refutation process, right? The next step is to identify a guiding virtue or ideal toward which you can aspire to offset your fallacy and live more happily. And that's really where, you know, I think in large part, the philosophy comes in, right? Because these guiding virtues might be something like Aristotle on balance. That's the virtue we want to strive for. It might be, let's say, of you know, we're go- we're going towards confidence. How can we create a more confident life? So we establish the virtue, and that gives us something to shoot for. Then step five is we adopt a philosophy that promotes your guiding virtue. So I just mentioned Aristotle. A part of this and it will culminate in step six, is that we're going to work together to create an action plan. I might give you a little bit of reading. And whatever I give you will be personalized, right? And I've done this with clients before, and it's been really fun and interesting, right? Let me give you a PDF with some excerpts, with some questions that are aimed at how you might want to develop, with some excerpts that might even be one line. They might be a paragraph. It might be a page or two. It might even be a short reading. I also always include book recommendations, right? So we start adopting the philosophy, which is to say we start to study the philosophy. 
So once again, maybe you need to create more balance in life. I'm going to give you some Aristotle. Maybe you need more confidence. We're going to look at some essays from the school of life. And also Aristotle too, for example, or comes to mind for me now in regards to confidence and courage. Right? Maybe you need to help relaxing. We could read some Thich Nhat Hanh, How to Relax. All of these things are, part of, are parts of this process. And step six, we work to construct a concrete plan of action to put your philosophy into practice. And I also think a part of that too is we make kind of like a study plan. So with clients in the past, we typically would meet once a week and we get a little bit of a study plan together. Every day we're going to try to read for 10 minutes. I'll work with you, ask you questions again. Well, what's the least you could do? Let's start there. All right, so when we meet next week, you might have some new insights. Then we go into the next part of this, which is what number six is suggesting. All right, well, how do we maybe go from thinking and feeling into acting? Because ultimately, too, at the heart of logic-based therapy is we're examining our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions, but we're doing it together. And then I'm hopefully able to offer questions that get you thinking, readings, and suggestions on self-writing practices that then get you feeling and acting differently as well. So a little bit of a practical note here. We do the first half hour free. Then we work together to kind of construct a little bit of a schedule. We could talk about pricing, which is relatively flexible, right? But ultimately, I do want to offer this. I feel like it's a nice potential addition to listening to the podcast. And I've really enjoyed this. And again, I've had a few clients. They've you know, had positive feedback as well. So I also think this is another way for me to make my skills useful to other people. Just to be absolutely clear, I am not able to diagnose anybody. I, of course, am not able to prescribe any medication, but I will be able to hopefully offer some time, some attention, and some suggestions to help you lead that eudaimonic life, right? To help you flourish through and with philosophy. So if you're interested in this, email shotofphilosophy at gmail.com, and we can maybe schedule our first half hour free consultation, see how you feel. After the first half hour, I'll of course offer you a follow-up email with some information, a little bit of that PDF um, style suggestion that I uh, already talked about a little bit. So even after the first half hour, I hope to offer you something useful, hope to get you started going in a, a more positive direction. And then we'll see if we want to work together again. So I hope this was helpful today. Maybe some of you are interested in this. At the very least, look into logic-based therapy, right? If you don't feel like scheduling something, um, look into logic-based therapy. I think it offers a lot. Like I said, Dr. Elliot Cohen is a prolific author. Some of his books, um, I've read some of his books and they've all been very interesting. One of which that I could really recommend is um, based on Aristotle, right? What would Aristotle do? I enjoyed reading that among others. So uh, yeah, look into logic-based therapy, see if it interests you. And if you want to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis, email philosophy at gmail and maybe we can get something going. Hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.